gonna go down to the deep end and get back what's gone round and you've been keeping down the aisles between the rows. Back. Once again, Movie Mayhem Podcast. Your boy is mad, Brian, uh, and we're we're doing it. We're spooking and spooking and spooking. You know, we 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 did a little spooky uh, spooky tease. Spooky you know, a little tease. light spooks here and there. Little, We've little been doing spooky season for a, a little while now. Dipping our spooky toes into yeah. some spooky waters. Spooky edging. Yeah. And now, get a lot. But now we're we're diving in we're full blown. We're in the last fu- we're in the last throws of yeah. So yeah, yeah. So now we're going full spook. Full spook. And uh, but not really. It's still like it's it's definitely I, one of the scariest movies of all time. Right. But I, n- now on wa- on rewatch, it's a pretty old movie. This is an old movie. I feel like this is what um, I think a lot of people have like the reputation of this movie may oversell it yeah. to some points. And if you know how to like temper expectations going into a movie, mm-hmm. it still hits. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, we were talking about one of the only movies I know that were banned because it was so scary. So scary. The Exorcist, 1973. Yeah. William Freakins and William Peter Blatty's Blatty. The Exorcist. 50 years old 50 this year. years old. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. And, um, you know, if you're thinking, if you're a younger listener, congratulations, I guess. But if you're wondering why... <laughs> This movie was banned, if you heard about it, or if you've seen it, and you're like, I don't understand why it's banned at all. It's not, like, you know, it's not as gory, or it's not as, like, there's not a lot of like jumps. something like Saw 10 that just came out, right? right? Or, like, Paw Patrol. Uh, <laughs> this movie, um, it's scary because of the, everything it kind of goes against. Like, it goes, like, it. I mean, it doesn't really go against, like, like it tests religion, it tests medical science, it tests your patience as a... As a person and see how far you can go. Yeah. And also like how long you can watch them do medical tests on this girl that's very clearly possessed because the movie's called The Exorcist. Right. So we have to sit there for like an hour and a half of this movie. An hour and 30 minutes of this uh, this two hour movie. Two hour movie. Which is... Waiting for them to come to the conclusion that we have at the beginning of the movie. That we know. (laughs) The the best part is, yeah, it it is basically... You're going through the same thing as... Oh, by the way, the reason why they banned it is because back in the 70s, uh, a lot of the Catholic Church was in a movie and entertainment, so they get a little of their panties in a twist. Mm-hmm. So they banned shit. They, they, that's why we have the MPAA. You know, it's bullshit. So, yeah. it's censorship. Whatever. It is. It was censorship. So, I mean, yeah, that... Yeah. It, this movie oh, definitely... Yeah. Uh, it challenges could, the church. It could have been the possession or the cross masturbation or probably the cross masturbation. Yeah, yeah. Or the little girl saying "Go fuck yourself." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Jesus fuck me. Jesus yeah. fuck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. that. That was. Um, but yeah, so yeah, interesting. But it, it was also you know it gained a lot of notoriety on the effect that it had on audiences. Yeah. Because the level of um, I don't I guess you can't even call it gore, but just like graphic and atmospheric dread. Yeah. And, um, and even just the content of like what was happening on the screen was something that people had never really seen before. No. And there were reports of people passing out, running out of the theater, throwing up. Lady had a heart attack. You know, like, it, like yeah. someone not like passed out and broke her jaw. Right. Like, we just read about that. The thing, like a lot of the time, like and we've talked about that. We especially when we talked about it with uh, "No One Will Save You." Mm-hmm. It's just that like audiences, no matter when it is, they're sensibilities are always checked hmm. and in the 70s their sensibilities were very very soft right like yeah because they haven't been exposed to it it's like yeah no one's seen like a little like if you've seen blood in a movie it's not from a little girl stabbing herself right it's from like oh like the knights of whatever knights of the round table having a sword fight or some shit yeah yeah, yeah. this is like and it, it, it wasn't presented as like a fantasy thing it was presented as like based it was based on a true story hmm. so it's like it has this like over like overwhelming like pressure on your back of like oh this is real kind of and they present they kind of shoot the movie that way too like we made fun of like how long all the different medical like t- exams that that she had to go through and everything and uh 
Yeah, because in the movie they present it as like, well, how would the real world actually treat a girl who starts going through these things? Right. Right? And, uh, you know, they, they would test her psychologically first. They would mm-hmm. test her, like, her neurologically. Right. Right? And they do, and they give her, like, spinal taps. and They it's x-ray just, her brain. To they... some, for some people, that's equally that's scary. Yeah, you know like what I mean? Body horror. To is... see that. Yeah, yeah. medical horror. Like, know? when the when they did the little... Uh, injection, injection, like a trade kind of yeah, looking thing. Yeah, I fucking flinch. Cause Apparently, like, that was very... Then that's very accurate. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, like, from, like, I guess, you know, other... I, like, I have uh, a couple of friends that watch it and they know a little bit more about that stuff than I do. I try mm. to stay above the chin. Right. You know, above, yeah, and uh, they were like, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> kind of how, chin. yeah, like now. Below the nose above the yeah. chin. <laughs> <laughs> if I end up in anywhere outside of those parameters, I've someone's doing far. their job wrong. Wait you know minute. what I mean? I've gone too far. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and they, and they kind of talk about like, you know, nowadays they can, it doesn't squirt as much, but like they, no, they, they can control for that a little more, yeah. but, but overall that was, you know, pretty much how it was done. Yeah. You know? I mean... Um, which is cool. Have, it's a cool detail that nobody cares about. It, it wouldn't have surprised me if, like, the doctors were just, like, smoking in the, in the room, yeah, too. Like, yeah. Like, that had added realism. <laughs> it's like, I was surprised they had latex gloves. They had, like, cardboard gloves any, any on. Kind of, yeah, right? <laughs> any kind of PPE at that point. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah. It, that, it, for some people, that's another layer of, of, like, to the horror. For, you know, us, again, with our sensibilities nowadays, it, for me, it felt like it kind of slowed things like, down too much. That's the thing. Like, we... like. As viewers now, we are so desensitized, 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 desensitized to things like that because we have shows on on free TV like oh Malibu plastic surgery or fucking like Doctor Pimple Popper or you know like oh uh, grossest sports injuries like oh yeah scarred remember scarred scarred yeah yeah and like we get and you just go ooh or like anytime you see like oh here's a skateboarder taking a fucking rail to the dick oh they're and their legs like fucking hanging backwards right or or now you go on like and you find that shit on like instagram or tiktok or twitter wherever wherever you go like you just you're kind of always exposed to something further yeah so like something like this seems like oh i could show that to a kid and it'll be all right (laughs) But, like, back then, it's, like, they, their world was so fucking small yeah. that, like, even, like, the idea of, like, of, like, somebody getting into, like, some sort of accident is, like, fifth-person information. Like, yeah. did you hear this person felt, like... That's something that, that word travels. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas now, it's, like, I, who cares? Uh, the, the other thing is, like, this was, we talked about this being the first, and people now just have seen so many movies about exorcism. Right. There's a know? whole streaming service about... It's scary movies. Scary movies. Yeah. What is it called? Like Shudder? Shudder. And yeah. then there's Tubi, which will look cheap. Tubi, ones. which is another <laughs> level of fear and right. horror. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love I love just getting clips on Instagram of like, like yo, Tubi movies are wild. Yeah. It, like the guy, it just like clips like the guy to like, I was slinging dick for money. <laughs> like, That's where I've been. I lost my job 30 days ago. Um, wild tangent that yeah. we're not going to get into. No, yeah. Tubi movies. Ooh. But, um. They're, they're keeping cinema if, alive. If you want a really funny video about, like, that that kind of uh, stuff, like the Tubi movies, mm-hmm. Red Letter Media did, like, um, uh, is it a real title thing? And they started reading, like, Shark Exorcist, all this other stuff, and they're like, <laughs> and they asked each other, like, is it real? Is it fake? Like, is it real? Uh, like, oh, this is real. It's on freebie. Surprising, <laughs> a lot of them are real. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's crazy what people are able to how you build people are able to get funding for things oh, yeah. like that not Fuck much it. but I mean, some <laughs> I got an iPhone ten <laughs> yeah that, and a dream I got an a dr- iPhone ten and a dream I got, a st- I got my the biggest thing I bought was a Steadicam <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're ready to go <laughs> um yeah but but yeah well, like we were saying uh, exorcism movies are not only there have been made so many of them it's kind of like Dracula yeah. or like Frankenstein yeah where like something like that was like well, that was gothic horror back in the mm-hmm. when they were made when when Bram Stoker and Mary Shelley were jotting those things down but nowadays they've be, they've been played for comedy they've been played for um for like they're pretty much kids things right now, they've right? been wrung out of any like real yeah terror or anything right because you know they, they've been so many so much media comic books movies novels mm-hmm. um you know, TV shows, Scooby Doo. They've exposed the monster. They've, yeah. they've showed you what's under the bed. Right, yep. and now and, and and they've kind of lost any so, sort of actual like fear like significance. And exorcism hasn't gone all the way to that point where you catch them on on serials. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> the new the new Count Chocula. Like yeah, any, like, any the, like the Frankenberries, <laughs> yeah. like the uh, the <laughs> the Linda Blair berries. Yeah, you know, like, Linda. 
uh, you know, oops, old end of Larry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're not catching anything like that. No, but uh, but definitely there have been so many exorcism yeah. movies that the idea of somebody being taken over by a demon is sort of like regular horror fare. Right. Whereas like back then, that was something that was like you like you mentioned a lot more grounded mm-hmm. than like a than a vampire. Yeah. And that's something that was a lot, like you said, it played on a, on a lot of sensibilities, religious sensibilities. Right. People in the 70s were a lot more religious than they were now. The church was a lot more present yeah. in how people were raised and brought up. And, uh, and it was a much bigger affront mm-hmm. to the culture yeah. than it was. Like, that was the first time people saw a girl lift off of a bed. Right. And now that's like, you can't have an exorcism without and, that happening. And with, like, the effects that it had, like, how, like, kind of almost seamless in the day. Yeah. Of, like, you see, yeah, when you see Reagan get lifted up and you don't see any, like, any obvious wi- any wires. Any obvious wires. You see, like, when she gets slammed back and forth, you don't see enough, like, I mean, you do, kind of. But, like, you could see where her body is kind of in. Mm-hmm. But, like, you could still see, like, half of her is in this. Yeah. Like, it's a real fucking thing. Like, it's a real part, like... And the makeup department. Oh, killing oh, it! Oh, come on! That's the that part holds up the best. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ! It yeah. was so ahead of its time. And then, like, even like, obviously, we're spoiling this movie's obviously fifty years old. So yeah, and like be... we said, if Scary Movie Two uh, spoiled yeah. it more than we ever would, you <laughs> <Right>? know? <laughs> yeah, I hit all the beats from Scary Movie yeah. Two. I was like, oh, that's this there, and that's that. And also, there's uh, uh, Repossessed in the '80s, which was like linda blair star really it was a leslie nielsen movie so like naked oh, gun wow. and all that shit wow. it's it's not great but like linda blair's in it making mm. fun of the oh that's funny okay so, like yeah like uh fuck where was i going shit uh oh, shit we talked about makeup make oh yeah the makeup mm. with the where max von sydow who's yeah been, oh yeah who's been a thousand forever i literally thought like how is he still that old <laughs> I didn't realize he was only like thirty something in that film. Yeah, he was he was born in nineteen twenty nine. Okay, he was like forty something. He was like in that forty film. something, but still, yeah. it's like like he they made him this, look eighty. Yeah, like he looks so <laughs> and, beat up. And, and, and you know, fucking like there are times where oh, well, like what kind of movies are we such like the X Men movies? Right. You know what I mean? Where they aged up uh, uh, somebody or aged down somebody back in the day, and uh, then in yeah. these remakes, it. It's fucking Michael Fassbender. Right, you know? yeah. Like, it, if you look at Max von Sydow now, he looks... That, like, they he nailed looks, it. Yeah, he looks they dead as he is in the movie. As dead as he looks <laughs> in the, the movie. movie. Pretty dead. They made him look exact... Like, aging AI yeah. can't make it as, as accurate no, as yeah. they made it back then. And I think it's they just, incredible. Yeah, because he, he's always kind of had that, like, very stern face. And, like, he, they just... I think they just give him a little bit of, like... Wild. Cake on the side. That was all like, he needed. Yeah. Man. Aging, really, yeah, not doing that guy any favors. The fact that the, the horror movie did his makeup, right? Exactly how real life did. But that, <laughs> oh no. But but like that's the thing, like that's because it's not excessive. It's not like he's supposed to be like yeah, he's supposed to be an older priest. He's supposed yeah. to be a more weathered and more experienced priest than Father Karras. Someone who's apparently been fighting the devil for years. For de- yeah, yeah. He's, he's the Indiana Jones of the devil. Yeah, and like. All they did was basically, I think they probably just dyed his hair a little bit, just kind of yeah. little whitened it Made up him a little more pasty, and they just put like pale like makeup on him just to make him look older. And it worked. And it worked because he's he's one of these guys who's like old forever. Like yeah, like Roy like Schneider, a Morgan felt, Freeman. Morgan Freeman's been yeah. old forever. He's, I've, he's never been young. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you just like look at a guy like oh that guy's been like fucking sixty for 30 like, like years. a Sean Connery. They kind of max out an yeah. age at a certain they hit point. A, they hit a point. They hit level like, ninety nine and yep. then just like stop leveling. Like how old do you yeah. think George Clooney is? I feel like he's been fifty forever. Right, but he's like sixty five. Yeah. So like, yeah, that's the thing. Like he's like yeah, you hit it as a as a guy. Right. What we got to look forward to if we make it is that like at the sixties we just stop aging yeah, yeah. and then we then when we get to ninety we just. <laughs> Yeah, like a raisin. Yeah, it's like Asian woman. You know, they oh, yeah. they have their their they, they have their phase, their era, right? And then they become little old lady, you know, <laughs> out of nowhere. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like like you know, you never see a baby pigeon, right? You, oh yeah, they never, they're old forever. Yeah, you never see. You, there's yeah. like there's like a, a time skip that we, we see at certain ages for certain people <laughs> right. that we just miss that we we it's, don't see it happen. Yeah. They just go inside and then they come out on with yeah. the cane. You know, they come out ready to fuck up your day. Yeah, <laughs> but they live, but they live forever. Though. Yeah, and they live. They do. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so 
They nailed it on the on the special effects, yeah. right? Oh, and I was gonna say the throwing up when like they're mm-hmm. they're actually like for us it looks silly now. Yeah, but like it's like I could still see like, and it's it does. I I think I've said it before on this show, obviously, mm-hmm. but like, and I know it sounds really pretentious, but like I could set my viewing to like this is how they probably saw it back there, and then when she started like just puking up the yeah, green shit yeah. on the uh the ro- the, mm-hmm. the the cloth. I was like, that's fucking terrifying. Because mm-hmm. she's not saying anything. It's just happening. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just looks like, oh, it's just, just going on. Right. Like, there's no, no one's calling attention to they it. Didn't, they didn't, like, give a close-up of it. Nope. Yeah. They just kept it in a fucking wide. Yeah. And you saw uh, Father Karras and Father Marin just kind of going through it. And they're, like, doing their thing. And then it's just like, oh, oh, that that's happening. Like, because nowadays, there would have been a character going, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it would have cut to... The mother character just going... Like, like a reaction shot? Like a reaction to, yeah. like, call attention to this small movement because they don't trust the audience. Yeah. But William Freakin doesn't give a fuck about you. Will, yo, he... He's a weird guy. Yeah, disdain for the audience, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's an interesting ga- uh, character to look into, William Freakin. Yeah, well, just, he's like, a, the, the some of his um, methodologies yeah. on set, right? And, you know, just some of the things that... Because he changed a few things from Vladdy's like original book, yeah. Um, and there were a few things that were taken out that uh, Vladdy wasn't happy about. And they apparently they were you know they're close friends, but they didn't talk for years. And he just passed away this year. Yeah, yeah. Because Vladdy uh, thought that he ruined a lot of the movie by taking out certain scenes mm-hmm. and certain uh, clips of dialogue, and uh, it took a long time for them to reconcile on that. Um, and then at some point in the 2000 director's cut that came out, yeah, um, he added those scenes back in for Blatty. For yeah, 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 because they did make up, they became yeah. friends again, and they because I think yeah, with the DVD releases and all that stuff, they mm-hmm. were working and they got to like tell the story. I think story. it was like 12 minutes overall yeah. of like things that were brought back in. And then they they also added like <laughs> superimposed like uh, Captain Howdy faces into certain things. Oh, really? But yeah, the, uh, the copy on HBO Max, I think is the original theatrical. I think cut. so. That's yeah. the one that I watched. Yeah. Uh, was it, I know, will you, I heard a story recently on, it's on the, the Gorley and Rust podcast, which I, Oh I yeah. Spoke about, they, they brought, they were talking about the exorcist. Mm-hmm. I remember listening to that one and they're like, um, cause William freaking worked on the French connection. Oh yes. And they made fake money to mm-hmm. look like real money. Okay. So he used it. As, like, real he money. He spent it? He spent it. Like, back in the fucking 70s. Yeah, yeah, but well, they didn't have, like... They didn't you know. have, like, special, like, markers yeah. or whatever. So, he like, he spent it, I think, overall, like, to, to just get stuff. Yeah. And then they put, like, a warrant out. He's like, they're like, come in, like, the treasury office is like, come in and answer some questions. And he's like, what happens if I don't? And he's like, well, you know, we have to have you come in to talk to you about it. We just want to make sure. He's like, well, fuck you. I'm not going in. <laughs> And so that he worked? just never went in. Yeah. And that worked. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't kick his door down. No, because it's like it's so, it was so long ago. Yeah, that they couldn't like it was I think past the statute of limitations or something. Right. Oh, okay. So they couldn't like really. They have to like confirm it. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm they not, didn't have enough to go off. Yeah, of at that time. And then he's like, yeah. I'm not gonna go fucking take a look at this. Go fuck. Of course, yourself. of course. Yeah, just to talk a little bit, and then yeah. he ends up arrested. It's a, it's right. a, yeah. yeah. Never go to the police station just to talk. Right. Because you ain't getting out. You're never coming out. Nope. Nope. Um. There's uh, the, the the detective in this movie. Yeah. Speaking of cops, um, the the Paul Newman uh, character. <laughs> he. Uh... <laughs> I would have thought he like that last like thing. Where he's like, I, I I lied. You don't look like this guy. You look like this guy. And he's yeah. like, Yeah, I lied too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think with the look, it's like that's what he said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you don't look like this. Uh, guy. He he. Uh, when he first introduced himself, to you, I, I, his name was like Cross or something, uh, or something. Yeah, Carrigan or something. Carrigan. Carrigan, right? Detective Carrigan, you know, homicide, and then uh, he said it in the way like that, like it wasn't appropriate for the seventies. It was like appropriate for like the fifties. We said homicide, I'm here and, now. like real Dick Chase and uh, uh, energy. <laughs> and then uh, every time he's on the screen, I'm just like homicide. You know, <laughs> and, he, and, and I, I thought he was, I thought it was a cool addition to it. Um, I, I love the scene, like you talk about, like subtlety and not like right. you know, spelling things out for the audience, where he's describing the the nature of like the murder is like you know it looked like a very powerful man had to have turned right. his, his head all the way over and you get to see like like uh like uh what's her name chris mm-hmm. the the mom um 
kind of like just just you know be like mm, she's you because know? her registering it in her head that like oh Linda definitely Regan definitely oh, killed yeah, that guy because what's great about uh, Ellen Burstyn yeah who she apparently rec- reprised her role in the new one really don't see the new one I heard it's bad it's awful yeah they said it's a bad movie and then they throw an exorcism on top oh, that sucks it's like two movies smashed into one yeah but. Uh, What's great about her character is that she is a an actress. Mm. So that scene where like you're seeing her like pull back like when it's everything affecting Reagan, she's she's like like you could see that she wants it everything done right, mm-hmm. done fast. She wants answers. She doesn't take bullshit. Yeah. But then when she's talking to the detective, who uh, detective Kinderman, oh, Kinderman, Kinderman, yes, because he's he's also an Exorcist three, but not this guy. He's played by George C. Scott. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so as Kinderman is describing what happened to the drunk di- director who came in, uh, who, yeah, you know, he, wherever he was, he was thrown out of the window yeah. or pushed down the stairs. The, like her reaction is, is held back and she's not like super emotional mm-hmm. because she's acting. Yes. She's acting in front of him and she's. The actor is acting. And she yeah. acts so well that she almost fooled the policeman. Right. Like, he, like, his job is to determine who's full of shit and who's not. Yes. She almost got... But he was kind of like, mm, something's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he probably was, like, a, a genuine fan, too. And probably maybe didn't want to believe right. that, you know, there was something going on. But he's there for a reason. Yeah, exactly. You know? Like, I think he was... And it's not just to check in. Exactly. You know? And they set up the whole... Um, yeah, I think this is one of those things where, like, probably one, one of those scenes that were put back in with, like, the, the director getting killed... Mm-hmm. Where, because they set up something between him and the uh, the houseman, mm-hmm. uh, Carl. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you have a Nazi here? Right, yeah. right. And then, like, they kind of, like, nothing happens and you hear it in passing. Yeah, like, something might have been, there might have been a scene there. Right, where, where they, like, throw suspicion off of Regan. Yeah, right. To, like, make you go, like, well, she's not really possessed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so apparently in the book, there's a lot more ambiguity as to whether or not she's actually possessed or right. if this really was, like, a psychological episode right um or breakdown um in the movie i think there's a lot more that uh there's a lot more like clear evidence okay clearly this 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 is something supernatural going on yeah i think i think that is for the the dumb dumb audience Mm -hmm. because you can't just like "Eh, maybe yeah and and you know i think especially back in 73 it's probably scarier for there to be something actually supernatural happening. Yeah. You know, I think it, it would be comforting to be like, oh, okay, she just she just had a breakdown. Like, right, yeah. It it's like, oh. It didn't really happen. Oh, she's just crazy. You don't know? think I'd like con- yeah. stuff her in a fucking room and leave her alone. Right. You know, but it's like, no, no, something's actually wrong here. You know? Um, yeah, but what, what I, well, the reason I, I, I I'm going to touch back on that, but that's to sure. come back, but the reason I, I thought it was cool, that scene when he's talking to Chris uh, and you could see her kind of restraining herself mm-hmm. is that they didn't do any kind of close-up on 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 uh chris to to show like okay well hmm she's she's uh like how like what she, is her, she looks concerned or yeah. yeah they yeah there was nothing like that you don't you, you, like if you're not paying attention to the to the, to the conversation mm-hmm. you don't even realize that she's internalizing that information until after uh, the guy leaves, but right. if you are looking at her and you could see her subtle body movements, yep, I, it was a, it was like you said, like it, it was a subtle thing. They trusted the audience to pick up on that, yeah, and they didn't spell it out for you until after the guy left, mm-hmm. you know. And I thought that was cool. And if you forgot she was an actress when he said like, "Oh, can you please give me an yeah, autograph? yeah," I'm such a big fan, yeah, and like I was like, and like if you were connected, then like if the dots you, were didn't connect yet, and then right there you've been like, "Oh shit, she's fucking acting," yeah, yeah, she's. Fantastic. Fantastic. I've never, like, I always have a problem with, like, super, super, like, super old movies. Like, old movies, like, 70s back onward. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it is tough to kind of watch them now that, like, we see, like, it's tough to watch a mystery movie from the 70s after mm-hmm. seeing, like, Knives Out. Yeah. Or yeah. seeing, like... Well, because yeah. now, it's like we talk about with all these things that were, like, a huge twist back in the day. Right. Is a trope now. Exactly, yeah. So, like, I watched Bullet recently. Mm. Like, maybe in the summer I watched it. Okay. And Bullet, like, it has this reputation of being, like, oh, one of the first, like, action mystery things going on. And it was slow. And, like, mm. yeah, it has a really cool car chase in San Francisco where they're, like, jumping over shit. And, like, mm. yeah, that's pretty cool. But, like, overall, and, like, you're watching it, it's, like, this is, like, a procedural. Mm. And it's, like, not, it's, like, 
it kind of bogs you down in like police work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it's 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 a fine movie. I didn't like it because yeah. I'm so used to like. Here's the big thing, boss. Like right, right. Yeah. Like at this clue, there's like, oh, there was someone set this house on fire. You know, like it's a lot more. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't have gotten away with it if you didn't use Lucky Brand matches, which I know you use only. Right, right, right. Wow. It was nothing like that. Right. We're like, hey, ballistics came back. It's probably that guy. <laughs> it's like it's the guy with the fucking fire yeah. burn on his fucking yeah. arm. To go, like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, and and this is a lot of that too. Um, but you know. Part I think I went into it the right way. I think I went into it thinking like, look, I know this movie's not gonna like scare the pants off of me, and I know it's gonna because from the seventies, it's gonna be a lot of things that um, I've already seen before Mm -hmm. and modernized. But I have to put myself back in the thing and and look at it from sort of an appreciative uh, scope and like, oh, this is where it all started. Yeah. And for me, one thing that helped me really appreciate this movie, I watched a few weeks ago, The Pope's Exorcist. Uh, with Russell Crowe. Ooh, so subtle. Yeah, right? Uh, and <laughs> He gives an understated performance of Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. You I got, loved his Italian you accent. Got a, you got I a ghost of, in you. Oh, I thought it was great. You what know? about to get an exorcism? His exorcism. Yeah, that's actually how, that was how he was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was great. The, the, the accent was the best part of the movie. Right. But. It's the same accent he did in Thor. Oh my God, it is, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, his Greek and Italian yeah. accents are the same. It's that Mediterranean yeah. accent. Uh, or I, I could do yeah, it. That's the thing. When it comes from the Australian filter, right. you just kind of take it for what it is, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, and I'm noticing like every single thing that the Pope's exorcist did, they did it in this movie. Yeah. Oh my God. No, yeah. Down to like the, like there's, there's in the Pope's exorcist, there's the, they're going to try to use your, your, your guilt and weaknesses against you. Don't listen to him. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, you're doing that still 50 years later? Yeah. The, the whole fucking, uh, the fucking, no, the boy, at some point, so it's a little boy that's possessed. Right. And like the mom hugs him and he like kind of grabs her boob Ooh. and he's, and he's like, oh, you never breastfeed me, mommy. And that's supposed to be like disturbing. Mm. And then I'm just like, uh, and I watch it like, oh, that's creepy. He's like grabbed his mom boobs. And then you know, now this move from 50 years ago, this girl shoving her mom's face into right. her bloody like vagina. Right. It's insane. No, yeah. Cause she, like, she lifts her head up and she's got the red got, mask, yeah. the crimson mask. <laughs> Like, yo, I was like, that's a, way worse. Thank God these things are marked as explicit, but yeah, no, yeah, like, like from fifty years ago, exactly. Bro. Like, yeah, like you they, didn't upgrade from that. These tropes, like, and a lot of the exorcism movies don't work after this either, because there's been like three exorcist before this new one. There's been three exorcist sequels. Yes, uh, two is awful. The Heretic, the, the Heretic, it, yeah, two is the Heretic. Mm-hmm. Three, it, no, I think is three the Heretic. I don't know. I think I don't know. But like this two two is sucks. Yeah. Three is like a different kind of movie. Mm. It's like they filmed a movie and then they're like, uh, just add an exorcism oh, to it. Oh, okay. Um, four is, they is famously known as a movie that was shot twice because they made a movie. Yeah. The producers are like, this is kind of boring. Ooh. Do it again because they like they they're like, all right, we'll add this stuff in. So they shot it, and then they 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 screened it, and like this sucks. Oh boy! So like, uh, add more stuff to it, and they're like, oh no, it's boring. So they're like, fuck oh, it, who shit. cares? Yeah, just all right, just put out whatever we got. Yeah, and now they fucking Universal or someone just spent four hundred million dollars on the the Believer was four hundred million. No, not to oh. make, but like to own the property of. Oh, oh. So there's going to be so more oh, shitty no. Exorcist sequels. Well, maybe not if like this movie does that poorly. No, they have. I mean, they have to oh, justify. Oh, they have to justify. Yeah. Like, it's going to be either an Exorcist TV show on Peacock. Mm. It's going to be a couple of movies. Maybe a TV a, show has some potential. Maybe a Dark Ride in Universal. A Dark Ride. They get rid of the mummy. Oh my god! And they gosh. put the Exorcist. That's horrifying. <laughs> they like throw the bombet at it, you. <laughs> <laughs> but a four D experience. But it's know? with the effort that the Fast and Furious ride is done with. It's like, hey. Oh yeah. You're going to get some vomit on you. Shame we didn't get to do that one. Eh. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I think spending $400 to get rained out is, you know, all right. <laughs> you... We did a lot before we, we got did. rained out. We got we had a fun time. We had there. a good time. We had a good time. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That the, Popeye's thing was crazy. That was such a good underrated ride. Yeah. Popeye's at Universal, guys. Yeah. Go on it. Go on right? it. It's a good time. It's a good time. No line. No line. It was line. great. <laughs> yeah, we got in like three times. Yeah. Oh, we just walked straight through. Yep. Um... So yeah, 
so fucking uh, the uh, yeah all, all these all these like tropes that were established in 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 uh, sorry The Exorcist like you right. talk about like a mystery a movie today is built so much on those tropes that you go back and watch the tropes and it's not there. Right. In this movie, from a story perspective, from like just an, just an, uh, an aspect of like making something that's disturbing, mm-hmm. nobody's really topped it yet. No. Like obviously the effects and the gore, they've gone further or yeah, jump scares. but that's the thing. All it is is superficial. Right. Like, all it is is just cosmetic. Like you could, oh, the kid's going to curse a little bit more. There's yeah, going to be yeah. a little bit more blood and there'll be a jump scare here and there. But like the story, it's like it's still... Yeah. Honestly, the kids don't even curse more. No, yeah. Like the things that Linda Blair, that Regan was saying, they aren't saying that. Equally, yeah, they, they, yeah. If anything, they don't say that shit now. Right. So they, it's kind of a, it's, it's kind of remarkable where the original, in many ways, is still the best one. It is, yeah. You know, like obviously, like you said, like we talked about, it's slower mm-hmm. because of the seventies, and nowadays they don't go through all the trouble of like. Oh, let's get her tested to see if she if there's some a lesion right. in her brain. They're not doing that. You they understand that you're going into the movie knowing it's an exorcism. They're not gonna try to you know ring that out. Yeah, they'll right? they'll they'll jump that. They'll jump the the trials yeah. of like trying to cross off what it is. Right. To just give you, here's your dessert. Mm-hmm. It's an exorcism movie. Right. And in some ways, I'm okay with that. Yeah. You know that doesn't bother me too much, but like. The 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 actual. Um, Haunting, hauntiness of it, where right. you're you're spooked afterwards. Mm-hmm. That is gone. Yeah, yeah, they 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 have not been able to beat that from this movie, in my opinion. I you know? fully agree with you. Yeah. I think like with this move, like we barely like talked about any scene, but like I know it's such a it's such an, a crazy like it's such a good movie mm-hmm. uh, that like that yeah it's a I I review I put a review on it on our letterbox nice. and it's this is. I'll tell you exactly what I said. I'm so glad they only made one of these movies. <laughs> if they made a sequel, it would be terrible. Fucking <laughs> they stopped at one. I, I 100% agree because this movie had a great um, story to it. Remember mm-hmm. we like I remember we were talking about when I talked about how much I like The Conjuring on the podcast. Right. Which is like a lot of times that I talk about it. I know <laughs> because like there's an actual like family story about right. it. This movie was had an actual story to it yeah. about you know father Karras, you know losing his faith mm-hmm. uh feeling the guilt of what he of, of what happened to his mother and then having to overcome that and find redemption and and outside of all the things that we know the movie for when i watch the movie i mean i'm no i know the girl's head turns around right i know that you know her, she spits, she, up, she spits up a little bit yeah. you know but uh, that underlying layer i had, had no had no recollection from when i watched this as a kid you know what right. i mean so I actually I don't even know if I watched the whole movie as a kid because it didn't get unbanned until '98. You know? Yeah, but I think it was still around. Or, like, like unbanned like, is un like. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if that's something that my, my I mean, like my parents knew right. it was banned. They weren't getting that for me to yeah. watch. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like I think they sold it. I think it just it, like it was. It wasn't like allowed to like yeah be in theaters or something. Sure. And, like I don't th- like the the whole band because like my it parents, was on VHS. Yeah, yeah, but so, my parents weren't getting that movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I didn't watch it until I was maybe like. 12. Maybe they didn't. They maybe didn't play it on TV. Mm. Also, oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, that'd be a hard movie to censor. You know, but uh, yeah, things are going great. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. Jeez, Louise! We're about like, an hour and a half in though. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so like, I think. Um, Shit, what was it? What was what was I? You were at? like you may have seen it over the time, right? But like uh, that. I think the whole idea of, of the heart of like Father Karras and, mm-hmm. and all this and and uh, Chris kind of being her lack of faith being uh, kind of brought to task as well. Right. Uh, I think all of that was lost on me earlier, and now watching the movie, that's more what I take away from it than the scares. Right. You know, him uh, having it possess him and then jumping out, which the Pope's Exorcist also did. It, yeah, like Russell Crowe literally... Well, take over me. Eh? Yes. I'm going yes. to jump out the window. Watch out. Literally, he doesn't jump out the window, but literally has the devil take over him instead. It is... You can't, the, it is you can't beat me. I am a gladiator. So derivative, bro. <laughs> How much... Oh, of, yeah. I, I am a gladiator. I am a gladiator. Watch out. You've literally played an Italian before. Right. <laughs> is he doing this? <laughs> and he just had his... He had a British accent. Yeah. Yeah, that's Marcus right. Marcus Aurelius. A Marcus Aurelius. Um... But yeah, so it was, uh, and that I, I that I took away from a lot more than right. than anything. 
Uh, but let's you, know, you want to talk about the actual scenes of the movie? <laughs> um, I think it's it's worth going. I think I think we're on the right path. It's tough to like look at this and like because they are filming in a house. It's no like. I think the great thing is is like how long they hold on to shots and like when to cut them and like like what they could like at the time what they were like this is important that's not important this is mm. important like watch watch this everything kind of play out in front of you and like having yeah like having the the haunting stuff like be kind of like still pushed off to the side yeah. it's like the fucking uh Ouija board had the the obelisk, oh yeah and like it moved and she wasn't like Oh, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like, that, that oh, did, how could you do that? That would that really went under the radar. Yeah. Like, she just blew right past it. It's like, uh, but, like, we're on a That would have been the first thing I noticed. Like, you know what hey, I mean? hey, I'm going to set fire to this house real quick. Yeah. You want to step outside? Like, and instead, I think she starts having, like, she starts talking about something else. Like, oh, yeah, what do you want to do for your birthday? Right. And then, like, cuts off mid-sentence and goes to another scene. Yeah. And I'm just like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because when, when, at the end of the movie, one thing I was really thinking is, like, wait, so how did this girl get possessed? And the evidence was, it was probably it was the right Ouija there. board. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they, they let it, they really didn't put any emphasis on it. Mm-hmm. You know? Because you think, because I think the way you you start out, especially if you're new to it and, you, and you're watching it, like how, what I did, because I've never seen it before. Mm. So when you, when you open up with Max von Sydow just hanging out in Iraq, just like being boys with everybody. Yeah, you yeah. Know, doing the, ma- hey, Max. They all up? loved him. Max, what up, bro? Father, I hate to see you go. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> he finds an artifact. And you're like, ooh, is this something? Yeah. Maybe because he brings it, he unearthed it. Maybe that's what starts fucking everything up. You don't see him again for another hour. He's gone for, yeah, an hour. Yeah. He's in the last 10 minutes of yeah. the movie. Yeah. Uh, so, like, that wasn't it. But, like, even the. But the, the the coin that he found was Father Karras's necklace. It was the same thing, It was right? the same thing. Same yeah. saint, yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. But, like, nothing nothing from that beginning scene affected anything going on in the right. movie until the end where you so, see, like, the back... The statue. Yeah. The backlit statue. Yeah. And it's like, well, how does one interact with the other? But you're like, that's the whole thing. You're not supposed to know. Mm-hmm. It's... I know, like, a lot... It's like, it's the corruption of an innocent girl. Yeah. Like, that's what's... The, the main thing, like, the demons are just fucking assholes. Yeah. Well, you know, like, it's, uh, this was something that was one of the main reasons, pa- uh, Blatty and, and, Fleet, uh, Lee, uh, Fleekin? Fleekin. Fleekin. Yeah. Freakin? Free- no. It's. Freakin? Freakin? William Freakin. Freakin. There it is. Freakin. There's yeah. a reason that, uh, I, I, was, I, was just, I was like, wait a minute. Freakin wasn't coming to my mind. <laughs> Um, it was it's the reason, freaking like, weekend. It's the freaking weekend, baby. Um, <laughs> baby, I have some fun. <laughs> oh boy, and, and a movie like The Exorcist. But, yeah, ooh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, freaking and Blatty. One of the main changes that caused them to fall out. Mm-hmm. There was a scene, you know, when they were uh, after they tried the first time, and they're sitting by the stairs, right? Right, and then Marin's just like, "I'm gonna go pop some nitroglycerin," and uh, <laughs> so I'm about to go. Yeah, so give me a minute. Right. Um, so there's a conversation there that's cut where. Um, Karis is like, I don't understand, like, why this little girl? And uh, Marin's like, it's not about the little girl. Right. Like, it's, this is this demon is here for you. This demon's here for me. Um, it, the, and the little girl is just being used as a weapon to target us, mm-hmm. right? And he goes, but why? He goes, like, well, the, uh, the demon wants, to, wants us to be thinking that if God is real, uh, he must have no love for us to allow this to happen. It's the whole yeah. why do good things happen to, to why do yeah. why do bad things happen to good people right like if they like if this little girl yeah if, yeah, if they for no reason get, get get corrupted this way mm-hmm. then if God exists he must not he must he must hate yeah us. why isn't he protecting her right he yeah. They, yeah exactly he must have no love for us if that's, he exists and that's the crux of the whole movie right right that's what the demon wants to prove mm-hmm. and Blatty uh, was like that's that's the whole thing you got to have that in and Freakin was like if we spell it out for that. Then what's the point of this movie? Right. You know, like the whole yeah. Like he goes. Like, I, it's I agree with, with the movie. The, th- the strange thing is, like, I agree with both. Yeah. Like it's that's such a hard thing to be like to cut out, but like also I still like the way it's the thesis it was statement of the movie because like you could see them exhausted, you could see them like at their wits end, like, yeah. And when Father Marion goes like, just give me a minute, and yeah. he gets up and then he makes a turn into Regan's room, and it it's just like, what's he gonna do? Yeah, but then yeah, it's it's weird that he's just like, uh, he did dead on the floor. Like, yeah, he, like yeah. you didn't see it. Like 
he just died. You even know how right. how he died. Exactly. But you see, like, Regan's untied. She's free. She's just staring at him. She's just like, Whoa. Makes you wonder, like, how long was she just sitting there staring at him? Right. Kind of creepy. Um, you know, strange. But movie, yeah, like... Movie I, like The Exorcist, kind of creepy. But, like, I got, like, from, like, that to Lisa, I got that yeah. from without having it spelled out for right. me. And it's just, yeah, like, even, like, it would have... I think it would have softened the ending a little bit because it's like, okay, this is how you beat the big, this is, okay, this is how you beat the big bad. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't want to, I have to find that out for myself. Yeah. And like having Father Karras just like beat the shit out of the little girl. That was like, great. Just take me, take me now. Yeah. And then jump, have him, yeah, because then that would, that would, in your, in as a viewer, it would like, having him sacrifice himself, you'd be like, oh, he's going to do that now. Yeah. Like, having... You see his play right. instead of, like, what's he doing? Like, right. has he lost it? Like, no, he's And it would it. also, like, kind of beg the question of, okay, well, then, did the devil win? Because, like, <laughs> he was after them. They're both dead at the end of the movie. You know? But I... I but his... He, he he got his redemption. Right. Yeah. He, he, like, he, he died. Like, he sacrificed. He sacrificed... Cause, yeah, because he... Like, we learned in Constantine. You sacrifice yourself for someone else. Right. Straight up. To heaven. Straight up to heaven. Yep. Um, and, and but yeah, I I, I agree, and, and I kind of like the kind of mystery of it too, mm-hmm. because a, an average family, you know, uh, let's say say you know little Tommy gets uh, gets possessed, mm-hmm. the average family if that happens, they're probably thinking like, how the fuck did this happen? How could this happen to me? Right, right. And if you spell it out like, well, Linda uh, uh, Regan went ahead and she did this and she did this wrong and she started masturbating and now right. she's and now she's possessed. All the you know, ca- all the Catholic hits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if you do all of that, then it takes away from the this could happen to anyone. Right, right. Yeah. And that conversation too was like, well, Regan just happened to be in the same town as Father Karras, and that's when, you know. But if you leave it open, it's like this could happen to anybody, and exactly. I think that's yeah. more that that's scary. Yeah, because yeah, it like it didn't happen until also Marin came back to America. It's like, oh, I didn't know he was back. It's like, yeah, he's been up in Woodstock. What's mm-hmm. he doing up there? Hanging out, my guy. Hanging out, just doing some weed. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> getting that, getting those pills. Getting those pills. But yeah, like it's. Uh, absolutely an amazing movie. Yeah. Like, I am kind of, I'm psyched that we did it. Like, I know it's not like, it's not like, it's, in the context of like a conjuring or a fucking, I don't even know, like a, like a movie that is like known to be, yeah, like scary. a Friday 13th Nightmare on Elm Street, kind yeah. of all these like really like a Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's not like that kind of spook, but it's no. a hard spooky movie because you are unsettled and it does yeah. stick with you. It'd be like, if you do believe in that shit, like the, the demons and stuff, like it could happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. It's unexplainable. It's uh, it could be unpreventable. Yeah, because it could happen. Yes, and yes. you're just like, I hope to God. Think of you as a parent too. Yeah, it's like I hope I have some, and you start buying houses with windows next to some big ass stairs, <laughs> just in case. Yeah, <laughs> and it starts getting kind of cold. Yeah, uh, apparently they they turned the whole room into a fridge. It was that cold. Jesus. That's not an effect. Like. They were, that, cold. they were that cold. They could only shoot it three minutes. The, at, they could only shoot three minutes at a time. Wow. Yeah, because the, it was that cold. The, I think if we if we really wanted to, we could do a whole episode on like the behind the scenes shit yeah. on this movie. Yeah. Because like there are so many like, fucking like this is saying like a brutal experience, mm-hmm. and like, you kind of like forgive like some behaviors <laughs> like like they went through some shit like yeah and uh well. All right, let's start. Let's, well, uh, how far in are we? We're maybe about like, I would say, fifty, almost an hour in. Wow. So I wanna, I wanna bring. Well, I mean, besides, besides, let's let's talk about the main performance. So we we were kind of hinted at like Jason Miller as Father Karras. Great, Fantastic. great Sylvester, best Sylvester Stallone movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <You're right? laughs> the actor. Oh wow, wow! <laughs> Just like who? You don't do. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought he was great. You know, um, I think the the stress that this guy is going through right. it was portrayed so well. Um, yeah, his face all... when the guy when when she uh, quotes the bomb, right? Like, oh, I was an altar for an old altar boy, and he's just like, like, say what? Bitch that, what? Yeah, like bitch what? <laughs> and then oh, and at the end when um, she's like, is my daughter gonna die? And he was like, nah. And he, <laughs> and he goes up and starts beating the shit out of her. I, got you. I was like, yeah, that's not boxing. He's trained <laughs> yeah. the whole movie for yeah. that. <laughs> like he's been out there running and shit. Yep. Like I think like he, that was cool. His like 
him, Ellen Burstyn, Linda Blair. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ellen Burst was great. And she like they like she you could see the point of exhaustion. In yeah, her. And, like every time she's on screen, you're just like give this lady a break. Yeah, yeah. But she's like. Not, like just with the black eye yeah oh, like man. oh like she's like hiding herself because she, yeah. she's also like she's a she's celebrity famous. She's yeah a, she's, she's famous and so when like father Karras walks up to her and he's like oh uh, it's like and she's like no like, oh please let's go away. please go away yeah. and he's like oh no i'm sorry and he's like oh like no oh like oh your father Harris like yeah i'm not in uniform yeah yeah because yeah. like even right there it's like you tell he's uh his faith isn't as strong because right. he's not well, dude's getting a, dude's getting sloshed in a in a college dorm room right. with his buddy, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Which the the yeah the the rock star priest, the ones yeah. who's like at parties and shit. Yeah. Like you didn't, and it's good that he wasn't a part of it because right. well, he, they, apparently he there was he was a lot more, and the they cut one? a lot of his scenes. Yeah, out. yeah. Because like like for for what I got with the this theatrical cut is that like because he was so he didn't really follow the vows of like celibate like probably like celibacy or yeah. poverty or anything like that or like. Or of humility or anything like that, where like priests aren't like going to fucking like dinner parties, yeah. like highfalutin dinner parties. Right. Like he's, well, you have Father Karras who's just like struggling to stay with it. Mm-hmm. Like so he's in a dorm. His mother is poor, and they even yeah. said like, you could have quit being a priest right. and being on Madison Avenue as a therapist and have her in the best of conditions, best of places, yeah. but you didn't. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, there's that Catholic guilt you. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah. I know so well. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other thing is, she didn't want to leave. Right. You she know? didn't like. She's like, she's as she was a stubborn, stubborn old lady, old lady. Because yeah. that's her house. Yeah. That's like that's where she grew, raised oh, her kids. A lot of old people are like right. that. Yeah. And like, ugh. Whew. Yeah. What a movie. Well, yeah, great movie. Absolute movie. And it's not again. It was just the that those levels of like character exploration and depth. Not what I expected when right. I turned it on. Yeah, and it's spooky as hell because it like makes you fucking feel it. Yeah, 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 and, and you know that. And, and on top of that, like again, like the the scares, like on a superficial level, don't hit for us obviously right. because it's fifty years old. Yeah, but knowing uh, the effect that it had on us, if you combine that with how horrific it must have been to see something like that, right. It, it's it's no wonder yeah. why and this movie is like yeah it so... still rings those tubular bells as loud yeah. as possible when people mention it yeah because like you say the exorcist and you're like people are like yeah it's 50 years old i fuck it. it's a great movie yeah. and yeah and it, it's tougher it will be tougher younger generations to like it but i do see them like maybe kind of like yeah they'll see like oh this is where all the things came from yeah well you know remember paranormal activity Vaguely. Right. I never so, really watched them. So. A lot of the marketing of that was like audience reactions. Right. Right? To like the one scary mm-hmm. moment in the whole movie. And uh, they that was like the big marketing push. They would show like the audience like, oh, like getting scared <laughs> and shocked and everything. Yeah. And, uh, and they were like, yeah, audience haven't been this scared since The Exorcist. Nobody talks about paranormal activity anymore. No. Everybody There's still knows like The Exorcist. Yeah. Like the and funny it, thing is, there was a video. Paranormal Activity had no story underneath that, right? Because it was just found footage. It was yeah. cheap. The exorcism like, was, was a movie. There, there is, I think, video of like post exorcist viewings, and people are like, "Oh God, yeah, it was what, so bad." What ha- yeah, they <laughs> like, they probably thought, "Oh, this is the worst movie I've ever seen in my I can't, life." I can't. Oh, like, it was so shocking. That little girl. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. Can't look at the screen. Change them. Change yeah. these people. Shook them. Yeah, shook shooketh. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking shooked. <laughs> freaking shooked. Yo, freaking shooked. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, yeah. So uh, Grading? Let's grade it, right? All right. I'm going nine and a half, I'm ten. I'm going with a nine. Yeah. I'm going I think, with a nine. Yeah. The only reason it's not a ten is just because a lot of the... It, it, and again, and this is a, a maybe a product of it being the first of its kind, but... Again, all these medical tests and... Uh, the pacing was very, very slow. Right. And it wasn't always... Um, worth it. No. Like, if yeah. you had took out the Iraq scene and just take out the one shot of that idol at the end, would it have Would it have changed that much? I think you cut the Iraq scene by, like, 20 minutes or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, keep the idol you scene. You keep him... Just... You, yeah, you don't have him fucking find something. Getting tea in the bazaar. Right. You know? <laughs> which, I, I, which, when I saw that, I was like, if they... Because I... Every movie that is shot in, like... India or the Middle East mm-hmm. has always had the same thing of like, oh, the cast and crew all got food poisoning. And like, yeah, yeah. and you see like Max kind of shaking, like, oh, here it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he didn't, uh, mm-hmm. he didn't drink that tea, right? Yeah, I think, um, 
you, this, there were so many scenes where it cuts so abruptly. Right. And you could have let a couple of those scenes breathe a little more. Mm-hmm. And, and instead cut, like, these, like, not even expositional scenes, because they don't explain much. Right. But cut these scenes that um, are supposed to, I guess, provide some kind of world building and background. Or, like the, like you said, the medical scenes that tell us what we already know. Right. As and an also, audience. like, there's a scene where uh, Chris is walking into her kitchen and the lights keep on flickering on yeah. and off. I think you could cut that down a little bit. Because mm-hmm. it's like she walks, like, the, the lights flicker six times before she goes, oh, Yeah, she happening? barely reacts yeah. to a lot it's of It's like, it. yeah. just cut it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, not even, a, like, like that attic, seconds. when she goes up in the attic, right. and it's like nothing there, um, that could have been a shorter scene. That could have been short, yeah. You know? uh, so those are the reasons I, I'm not going to like give it like a 10, um, but definitely a 9. Yeah, definitely a 9. I yeah. think this is... I Probably think. a horror hall of fame. I think it's a hall of fame. Yeah. Yeah, a horror hall of fame, as a you hall said. Of, a horror hall of fame. I fully agree. Yes. Probably the, the, the first or second best movie we're going to be doing this spooky season. Depends on what we do next time. Depends on what we do next time. So guys, town three. Until, <laughs> and until that, right, that's the shoot, my dude. Bang, bang. 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 Guys, thanks for... The, I, I hope this was a uh, gratifying wait going through our more light spooky stuff <laughs> right. to get to talking about this one. All right? Um, if you want to hit us up about anything, go ahead and hit us up on Twitter, at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram, at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. And on Letterboxd, at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Besides the, the Exorcist. The Letterbox is fun. Yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. Uh, what are the last things that I did? Uh, I did uh, 1990's Stephen King's It. Body, oh, did you? Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Mm-hmm. And Friday the 13th. Part, part 1 or Part 2 for It? Uh, both. All, oh, they're together. Yeah. Uh... Was it and Friday Thirteenth Part Seven, The New Blood? That's not New York. New York is no. That this is like they went back to Camp Crystal Lake because one of them's a fucking psychic or something. It's Uh, dumb. Yeah, horror is I think more than any other genre like victim of those like terrible cash cow sequels. And also, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was fine. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people was that the one that had Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Fucking uh, Rachel Bennett, uh, mm. or Senate, no, Rachel Senate, that's what it is. Uh, and a bunch of other, like, Zillennials or whatever the fuck yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, it tests your patience with, like, oh, these people are so vapid. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, but they're all dying, which is great. Is it something that's made it, like, to spite Zoomers? I think so. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's the thing. It's to show, like, how ridiculous and, like, how, because a lot of it is, like, they could have taken, like, if they took a five-second breather and mm-hmm. kind of let people talk. Just talk, finish the sentence finish or two. The, yeah, they but, like, figured it all out. And how they yeah. jump down each other's throats so fast and they, like, make the situation a lot worse. Mm. Like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. All right. Well, hey. Other than that. Other than that. Hey, guys. Hey. Well, listen. Uh, also, Doodle-doo. the fucking soundtrack for this uh, movie. Oh, Tubular Bells, the score. baby. Yeah. The, what a score. Uh and there's another pretty good score in the movie we'll be doing next, next week. Time. So keep your ears uh, oh. tuned for that. Also, if you want a spooky soundtrack throughout the, the season. Oh, yeah? You got uh, one? Dead Man's Body. Or Dead Man's Bones. I'm sorry. Let me look it up. Dead Man's Bones? Yes. What is that? A Spotify playlist? Dead Man's Bones. No, it's a band. Oh. It's Ryan Gosling's band. What? And he plays, like, and it's like all ethereal You're music. You're kidding. I'll play it for you right now. <laughs>